0: Who is it? Hoya Majokta. Tat. Hoya Matala, she went shopping. Hoya oh, yeah, Mercati Haba have Habiba Kuti Mitkude.
1: Okay, how Yo, walk on. Assalamu alaikum. Damantine Nikosaw, the weather, and welcome to Hoya Matala Podcast. I'm Lee, short for Liban. I'm
0: Sam, short for Samatar.
1: And yeah, we're back, baby. Back for episode six. We're
0: back for another episode. You Know keeping that consistency that's a key to it, yeah. Week by week, man. Week by week, dropping that load, dropping you know, making sure that the content's there for everyone. And yeah, today we've got another special guest, as usual. You know, we like to give a lot of special guests, and today we've got Sharif.
2: Yes, hello, hello, thank <laughs> you for having me. Well, yeah, it's great to have you here, man. So, yeah, I, I just want to say quickly though, yeah. I've been watching the podcast. And I love the consistency. I love the content. I love the value, and the the relevance that it plays in today's world. So, you guys appreciate killing. That. Keep appreciate it going. that. Really Don't appreciate stop. That, Don't ever stop. No, no, definitely. That that's.
0: You know, when we first started up, the whole point was to make sure that we we deliver content that's you know that makes sure that that resonates with you know. Normal folks, to be fair, you know, when it, whether it has to do with previous episodes that we have, like mental health, uh, previous episodes, you know, to do with uh, people that want to go into higher education, to go to institutions like Oxford, for example. Mm. So, you know, making sure that we have some type of relevance going. And for this particular episode, what we've got here and why we've got here in particular is what it was like to start up a small business, making sure that, for example, you ventured out when you were very young, right? Yeah. So what well, the backdrop is that we, we knew each since from birth, let's say. We grew <laughs> up together in uh in Holland and whatnot, and then we moved together over here, you know, mm. went to the same school even. Yeah, so lived yeah. uh, yeah, in the same house for a little while. Yeah, yeah. So everything literally, like even you know, Lee Lee two we went all, all three yeah, of us. Yeah, all three same, of us went to the same school. All three of us went yeah. to the same school, so that's that's where we all got to know each other in a sense. Um but it but it, great thing is that, um, you know, giving a little backdrop on yourself is that you went to uni, you yep. know, it's funny because you had a little stint working for a bit of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I think that's the only time you've ever worked for someone. Yeah, literally. That that was my first ever real job. Other than obviously the two week, uh, what do you call it, work experience that you do in year 10, I think it is, or yeah. year 9? Year 9 or year 10, yeah, that's I correct. I have done in like some retail clothes shop called Madhouse or something like that. And then, um, yeah, but other than that, the only real job I've had was view in Westfield. And uh, I think I remember one time
0: you must have done, like, one day at a warehouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Hey, hey, was that with me? <laughs> that was with you, right?
1: Bro, yeah. can you imagine? Forgot. Hey, I forgot about that story. Can I you imagine? I forgot. Bro, I, I was working like uh, in, in a warehouse, in it? Like, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. And one day I was just doing what I do in it. What I used to do was, like... Um, Fill up things like you know, those things that go on a Alice. plane, yeah. They're called uh, PAGs, I think, yeah. Yeah, Th- these things that you fill up, you net it, and then it goes directly on a plane. Mm. So, like, that's how clothes Clothes and that like, gets shipped out. And I think it was like ASOS and Boohoo clothes, yeah. One day it was early, like, he he didn't come, he didn't start at the same time as me, bro. I look to my left and I see him there. I'm thinking, I'm baffled, confused, isn't it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was a hot, yeah. hard work, in it. I, I needed some money. And and that time Obviously I've never done Labour labour Yeah So that tough. was tough
1: <laughs> Bro Did you last like how, how many days was it Was it a I day two? Like
2: two days <laughs> Two days <laughs> two. max
0: Literally yeah, yeah. Literally it two days crazy Because from what I heard I remember you asking me and And you know Lee Lee done it for I think two years or so, but <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> was <a> <laughs> it wasn't that long. But all right, but it was, it, was, I, was, I don't know how long it was for. Yeah, but it yeah. felt like time, and you just you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, It's the work ethic yeah. end of the day, right? For 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 working a warehouse, honestly, like I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I lost it probably about four days max, and after that, I said, you know what, it's not for me, and I, I, I'm I'm not I'm not cut for this, mm. right? So I literally i thought you know what the whole labor side of things i can't do it maybe it's for others but you know, do you know what um, it is it's like
1: i don't know i don't have how to explain it but wh- when it comes to work yeah like i'll do anything in it d- right. d- yeah, d- yeah, i'm yeah, that type yeah. of guy i've worked all different types of jobs in it yeah remember in school yeah no no no.
0: Definitely. i was you a dinner lady for a short a period dinner lady.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um i've worked yeah. in like a market like this was like maybe when i was 15 I used to like um like help help them like um you know like close up yeah so putting away the metal poles mm. and whatnot and detaching them from each other, and literally uh, all the money I made I used yeah. to buy I used to buy a pair of trainers like every other week, yeah, so market Boy, that's where the name came
0: from, no it's funny because I remember he was working in the canteen literally you know, he used to scan the items for everyone, and to be fair, I remember when you used to be able to toss, some of us, you just try sneak out from the back because you know what? Right? He Lee, leaves at the top anyways. You can try to get away with some of these things, right? <laughs> but, um, I never, yeah, used run, never used to let it run, you <laughs> never so used to let it run, so that's the away. one thing. But, um, yeah, like you know, that's that's the thing. Like, you know, when you're young, you try out so many different jobs, 100 right? Like, for example, I used to be a steward at Charles Stadium, for example, at one point. Uh, you know, you do these odd jobs here and there just to get 100%. the money in. Um, I think it was, um yeah, so many you got so many different jobs that you're doing, but it's just for that small stint that you do. Now the whole thing that we brought in shoes today was the fact that, you know, you've run your own small business before. I'd say family business, more or less. Yep. You know, um, then you've also got a a clothing label. Yep. Uh you've got so many other things that's going on at this point. But what made you go into that? Did you know I mean I
2: know you're quite young when you started it all off, you know? It was my mum. That was the only reason why I got into it. Because I saw when we first came, yeah, you remember, it was just me and my mum. And then obviously for her it was quite tough because she used to at the time no, when we first came, she had to start her studies again. Yeah. So she that. went to college and I was in high school. No, uh, year six, primary school. And then what she'll do is she'll go to college, finish college, come pick me up from school because mm-hmm. my school was quite racist, I would yeah. say, mm-hmm. my primary school. And then um so she always had to make sure that I was okay and make sure I was not getting into any trouble or anything. So she'll come pick me up, take me home. And then in the evening when she'll feed me dinner and everything, she'll then work on what? She wanted to do, yeah, and mm-hmm. she's always wanted to be in a travel space. So, I think within a year or two, that's when she kind of realized, okay, like I really want to go all out on this. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. used to see her revise every single night. We used to have a little desk, like probably this big, with a computer on top, yeah. corner of the living room, and then she'll literally just work the whole night and study, 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 do a test, pass. She finished college. Then she'd done university when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Done the same thing. And obviously when you're young, especially for me, my mom was quite strict on me because of her lifestyle, if that makes sense. So obviously at the time I didn't not appreciate that. I didn't understand it. So I was always angry when she used to tell me I can't go out with my friends. Yeah. Like He used to go yeah, out with his yeah. friends all the time. <laughs> but my mom would never let me go with them because obviously sometimes it's it's another... Responsibility for her to think of another worry, like where they're going, are they going to come home, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, like my, my, the reason for me starting what, going into business on my own was my mom. Like she, she's made me see that with hard work, with dedication, and everything you can do what you want to do. No, definitely, because
0: I did see the growth in it. You know, you started off with a small space within a, I think it was in a shop, shared space. yeah. So it was a shared space and I've seen it flourish to having your own space, you know, making sure that there was growth within those years. And from that, it went into, you know, having a whole brand itself, literally the go-to people when it came to, you know, getting particular flights or having this. But that transition itself was like a high risk, I'd say, at that point, yeah, because it was still the up and coming. Um, I'd say it was it was it was it was quite different for someone to go into business with mom and not venture out to because you, your background was in accounting. Yeah, right?
2: d- d- don't like I remember when when I was in my second year of university. That's so my mom graduated when I was about to go into university Mm -hmm. and I went to the same university as her. Yeah. So when she finished, she was like, go to the university. I went to, so I went there. It was all right. It was not too bad and it wasn't too far from my house. But when I was in year two, she then started her, um, travel agent. She rented a little desk like this and literally inside an estate agent. and, And the only thing that she'll do is she'll go on websites to find cheap furs and then sell it to people And add like a £20 commission, £5 commission, £10 commission And that's how we started And then um, Obviously when I see Then my mum Even till this day she takes the work home Sometimes And then sometimes she'll be working from home And I always used to see And I'm, I was always interested in seeing Like how she was doing it And how she was making money And then Because um, obviously at the age I was at All I cared about was money like you want the latest shoes and the latest clothes and this and that, but um, yeah. So when when she started the travel agent, um, I joined her because I wanted to experience it myself. And then as I got older, I started to realize like this. I like this. This is me. I could I could do well.
1: So wait. So did did you just learn from like watching her, or did she teach you like the blueprint to this?
2: Um she has taught me a lot, but what she so in business you, you let's say it's like hiring, having a team, right? You don't hire people that are good at the same things you're good at. You hire people that cover you in areas that you're not good at. So with my mum, she was very good at what she does, but she would never understood how to kind of gauge a external community into the company. Like Let's say, for example, the way we was based, it was very, it was predominantly African community, if that makes sense. So for us, I told my mom like, we should concentrate on these people. And once we do that, we will build a community big enough to then explore other continents and other areas. So at the time, I said to mum, why don't we try and get contracts with these airlines to see if we can get cheaper fares than what is usually is on the internet? So then we're able to cater that to the people that are around us. Like we started off with family first. And then from family, they just, it was just a word of mouth thing. And it just kind of grew from there kind of thing. But it it was definitely a thing where she taught me how to run a business. But I taught her how to kind of... Expand. Yeah, like the new generation of building a client base kind of thing. Because before it was all about being in a newspaper or... I remember at the time, there was, there was like a business forum that was going on in the community where, because uh, we was on the high street. So of our businesses on the high street, they used to be in a forum. And that forum used to go out to all the people that used to live in the borough. But I was like, I don't think we should do that. Like, we should try something else. So I went to social media and I tried that out. And it worked, worked very well. Like This was first one I think... Two thousand twelve. So wait, did did you
1: have like specific strategies or like what do you mean? Like you Mm, you just
2: I I was always curious about marketing. So I used to be very curious on these people online that were selling courses.
1: So you're not a spammer. Like you're not a spammer.
2: (laughs) I wish (laughs) I was. But yeah, like I used to listen to like Ty Lopez. Okay. A lot and I remember he brought out this course which was about social media marketing. I was quite interested and I was like, okay. But he was selling the course so well that it made me want to buy it. So I borrowed money off my mum to buy the course, to learn it. And obviously as I'd gone through it, there was a lot of things in there that were quite good. And at the time, like Facebook ads was probably the best thing to do. So then I'd done a Facebook ad, I spent like five pound a day for like five days. And we had, on the first day, we had 90 calls coming from spending five pound. We closed. I think 40 of them and at the time we were making commissions of 40 to 50 pounds so that 5 pounds spent was a good return on investment 100% so then we just kept doing it kept doing it kept doing it but the thing is with marketing like you have to be careful because s- things die you can't Definitely. rely on that do you know yeah. what I mean and you have to kind of build assets within the company to grow otherwise it's going to be a long long ride I think the one good
0: strategy that I saw outside your shop, right, was, uh, and obviously you can go into it more, was the, was the actual prices of the flights. Hmm. And and it was quite funny when you look at the price of the flights. It was not the actual price of the flight, it was like without any taxes or anything else. But I think you used that strategy just to lure people, people in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Could you go into that more? Because I find that a very good strategy because I always saw people lining up outside the shop looking at it and say, You know what? Yeah, that's some cheap price. Let me yeah. go have a look. And then, and then I always see you grinning. And then, you know, you used to have flood, you used to have so many people flooding in. Yeah, like yeah.
2: Because, and, and I think the most important part is what I touched upon earlier was understanding the community we was in. Yeah. So we would only put up flights that were going to Africa, Somalia, Ethiopia, Nairobi. Um like whole of Africa. And we knew that the people walking past will clock these places because one of these places is their hometown. Definitely, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then the next thing to do is how do you price this attractive enough in order for them to come in and inquire? All that we wanted was their name and email address and phone number if possible. So that way, with that inquiry, we're able to build a database. With the database, if you, we didn't know this, but we were lucky enough to build a database because we wanted to do it properly even if people were not buying, we just wanted their contact details. So let's say if we have an offer come up to wherever they do want to go, we can send them that offer, and hopefully they'll buy. Then you know. So the only focus at the time was just making sure that we have footfall.
1: So is that like a, in that called like a, a mailing list, like similar to that?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. So um, we didn't utilize email much back then. We used to use text messages, because. I would say the community we was in, they weren't really tech savvy. So yeah. emails wasn't really yeah, a thing where yeah. mm-hmm. they would check point. up on every single day. Like they were, they're they the type of people that want posts coming through the letterbox or they want a text message or a phone call. So we kind of understood that and we're like, okay, let's stick with that. And obviously once we reach the other side and yeah. we want to target those kind of people, then we'll go into email and we'll go into this. So yeah, like at the time, footfall was obviously the most important part, and just trying to figure out how to market good enough for you to get footfall coming was yeah, it was great. I think the good thing was at the same time
0: that you um, what your mom done was, which was really good. I'd say it was it was a customer service. Yeah, and the reason I say it was so good, I, I know you mentioned earlier, your mom used to take the work back home. Yeah. Now sometimes I used to come over to your house. Might be like nine, ten, whatever, and I still see your mom working. So calls are coming through. A lot of people are querying about particular flights. Can you lock me in for this or this and this? So even at that time, even though you're closed, you're still closing those deals. If that makes sense. Yep. So on this particular book, I can see. Okay, your mom's ticking this off. Okay, cool. So even though the shutters are closed, business is still not closed. No. And I think that was part of the service, isn't it? Yeah, that a lot yeah. of
2: people. That's how you retain. Your customer base, I'd say. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like we was just like a start basically, and it was we had to wow our customers to make sure that they don't have to chase us. Do you get know what I mean? So we let's say for example, someone makes a booking today, and then let's say eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, he sends us a message or calls my mom and says, "Oh, I want to change my flight." Instead of mum saying. Oh, um, we're not open right now. Can you call us tomorrow? She'll say, "Okay, cool, I'll have it done for you in the morning." so she'll just make a note of it and then the next morning when she goes into work, she'll just do it kind of thing so it's done so yeah like it it ensuring that obviously our customers were always first was was so important to us because that's the only way we'll be able to grow the business to where we kind of wanted it to go so would you say that was due to the fact
0: that? It was easy for them to access you lot in that sense that, oh, of course, we touched on it earlier, saying the after hour, the after hours, let's say that they're able to
2: reach you lot. Right? Yeah, right. it was tough because because yeah. obviously it eats up into our family time. No, no, of course the, the, the load.
0: Yeah, I used to say all the time, literally. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> your mom's working in the corner, you're doing something else in the corner. Literally, like the grind doesn't stop. Yeah, right? and that's the thing that I'd say that. The difference is even though you might do a nine to five, let's say, it might stop at five, mm. but when you're working for yourself or you've got a small business
2: going on, it might go up until one in the morning. Do you know what I mean? This this perception of like especially now I hate when I see it. Like when when these people sell information or sell courses and tell people to get out of their nine to fives, for example, Nine out of ten percent is bullshit because what they don't tell you is you're doing more than ninety-five. 9 you're not 10. doing less than ninety-five. Do you get know what I mean? Obviously, yes. It does require a lot of hard work and most important, patience. I remember we didn't make any money for nine months, but yet we still had to pay rent for that table. So the only way we would cover that was we brought someone in that wanted to start a business with my mum, and he was paying the rent because he had some cash spare for the tables, kind of thing. So when they started the business, it was a business actually called World Remit yeah. that was started between my mum and mum. So when they started that from the table, they started to pick up momentum. So then, because World Remit is a money exchange company. It's what you use to send money back home. So let's say, for example, now that we have travel and now they have the money exchange, even if people want to change dollars to pounds to take, I mean, pounds to dollars to take back home, they can do that. Hopefully for a better rate, of course. So yeah, we just thought of these businesses to kind of, how can we link them all together? And the reason why I went into business on my own was because I saw that. I saw that, obviously, you have to have a passion for what you're doing. But for me, it was that, as well as creating like a ecosystem. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? So like, let's say, for example, I started... I am a qualified accountant. That's how I started. I studied accounting. I was very good at maths. I uh, finished university. I got my exemptions, done my ACCAs. And then when I got my practicing license, I was like, okay, I want to do this. But when I started accounting for a few years, I was like, okay, what is the next thing? And for me, the next thing was trying to think of the things that I was doing in my accounting business that I did not understand or did not did not uh. What, what, how do you call it Not pri- Basically prioritize as much Which was marketing My accountancy Firm at the start Was Poor because It's a different Types of business It's not uh, A travel agent Like travel agent You're selling Products Whereas I'm selling A service So it's a different game It's client work And with client work You have to understand People Like, so,
1: d- Did you have to learn On the job there
2: like, Yeah like, Obviously, when, when we had the travel agent, we... um We... uh So there were three tables Um, after a little while. So we had World room at one table, the travel agent at the other, and then it was me. Obviously, I would help my mum and Ismail as much as I could. But most of the time, I would try and figure out how to start my accounting stuff, right? Because I was in my third year at this time of what, just finished university. And I start. I wanted to tap into doing something on my own. Um... So then when I'd done that, it was a thing where, okay, what am I not good at? Because I've been doing this for nine months now. I haven't got one client. So how do I get a client? So then I went back to the drawing board and tried and figure out how to market for service-based businesses, not product-based. And then um, there was, it was literally the Ty Lopez course. They kind of showed me how to target within a radius of me. And luckily enough, I signed my first client, which was someone we knew who was already a customer of the travel agent. And I signed him. But then a whole new world starts. Like once you onboard a client, then it's like, what do you do next? Do you send contracts? Do you send, when do you send an invoice? When do you start the work? And like all of that you learn. And for me, I didn't learn that before. So I had to go through a lot of trial and error to start to kind of grasp how it all works. But would you say that if you
0: worked for a firm beforehand, right, that you would have learned a lot more rather than starting from scratch? 100%. So would you say experience would have been a bit better in that sense? Especially when you're starting, when you're venturing out to a whole new service-based kind of, you know, so offering that instead of we're using
2: yeah, previously. I've I, I done a small internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's basically a summer program at KPMG but when I'd done it, I hated it. And me, I'm the type of person. If I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. I was there, I think, three days. And it's like a three-month thing. Mm-hmm. So my first day, I went in. I was like, okay, it's all right. Like, the vibe's all right. But everyone was just suited and booted. And everyone was just fake. And I, I didn't... I can't have a conversation with you if you're going to be fake yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then um, I was like, okay... Do you know what? Like, I'm just gonna give this a try. Try it again second day. I was like, this, this stuff's not gonna do be better. So I was like, do you know what? I'm not coming back. So I went back home. I told my mum. I was like, mum, I don't think I can do this. And she's like, why? Like, you gotta try. Don't give up. Blah blah. blah. And that's when I made the decision to say, like, I'm gonna go ahead and on my own.
1: At least you uh, you stayed one more day than the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> You stayed
0: on longer than the warehouse at least. But funny enough that you mentioned, uh, for example, you had the table for World Remit, for example, and, you know, I think they're worth about half a billion now, I think, at this point. You know, it's, it's quite... We're a going to
2: I IPO next year. Huh? We're going to IPO next year. They're going to IPO next year? Yeah.
0: You know. Do you want to give a backdrop on who they are for, for people don't know?
2: Um, so World Romeo yeah. is basically... Um, an online money exchange company so what they do is they understand that there was a lot of people a lot of foreign people living in the uk that still have people at home that they look after financially and it was so hard for us to send money back then electronically yeah so what they've done is they've created this whole app and whole software where you're able to send money regularly back home and let's say for us for example in somalia we don't have bank... Well, we have bank accounts, but we don't use them. So what we use is phones. Yeah. So let's say, for example, um you own a calf, right? And I want to buy a coffee from you. If I don't have cash, I don't use my card. I don't have a card. What I'll do is I can send the money from my phone to you. So they understood that. So what they done is they worked with uh the biggest telecommunications company in Somalia to say, okay... Um, let us use your phone yeah. service How they send money And we will get the foreign people that send them back money To onboard you and use your service So then they both make money kind of thing So what what they've done is They basically cut out the middleman of Western Union And all them kind of guys And give you a better rate And it's just they They do a lot more than this But that was how it actually started And that's what they're known for
0: no, it's really great because, um, you know, we've got th- that son of a Somali person that, that's doing great, you know, especially when it comes to, um, you know, the fintech side of things, especially, yeah. you know, um, like I said, if there's an IPO next year, that's a really big thing going on. I, that I should have said that. But uh, we might have to blur that out, you know what I mean? Secret information might come out. That's but uh, right. no, definitely. See, what those are one of the um, things where we talked about in previous episodes, you know, Positive role models. So, when you're able to see people and are able to strive in a certain way that are grafting, whether it's, is, is, you know, seeing your mother, for example. Of course, you're seeing it day in, day out, working. whether it's on the branding side of it. Giving that great customer service level and everything else. It makes you think to yourself, you know what? Let me venture out myself mm. rather than work for someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you've continuously been doing so. Of course, these, these things are they never come without risk. It's all about high, you know, high risk, high reward kind of thing, right? Mm, yeah. So you, I remember your mom had a shop, for example, and then she had a little bit of space at the back, for example. That's how you first started off, I remember. And then from the back, you're working off that. But do, would you say that you tapped into her customer base too because whilst they came and they might be small business owners or whatever, self-employed, you are able to service them in that side and yep. then you're giving them, you know, services from both sides then. Yeah. yeah. So let's say
2: if we had a customer coming by uh um flight tickets or anything travel related my mom would always kind of include me in that conversation yeah. somehow. She would like, like let's say or if if someone's talking about business or their yeah. or their business he'd be like oh by the way my son's an accountant like he can help you blah blah blah. Yeah. blah. But I was just I was going to interrupt you early because I was going to say In terms of role models, at the time, I never saw my mom as a role model, Mm -hmm. which is really weird. And I think the reason why is because I was working directly with her. And because she's my mom, I didn't not appreciate her as much, but I didn't see how important she was to me in terms of the business side of things. So what I was doing was what everyone else probably was doing at the time was looking for people online that look successful and then follow them. In that sense. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Hmm. So that's why I had Ty Lopez. The only reason why I bought the course is because I love his lifestyle. Yeah, And I was like, I want that lifestyle. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he had nice cars, he had all that materialistic stuff that I don't care about anymore. But at the time, when you're young, that's the only thing you care about. So I mean, that, that
0: you're chasing basically the dream itself. Exactly. Right? You're chasing the materialistic side of things. Exactly. You, you want that in that sense. And Do I, know what I, mean?
2: think, I think the reason why. I didn't see my mum as a role model as such back then was because she didn't indulge in materialistic things. Yeah. You you see the cost. Yeah, does. yeah, definitely. Even to no, no, it's, now.
0: It's, Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's more about, I'd say it's more about rather than being flashy, being more modest, I'd say. And yeah, at the same yeah. time, it's more about, you know what? Instead of me buying all these things, let me invest in something else, right? In different ventures that I might be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And your mom's great at that, mashallah. Do you know what I mean? Real, real grafter when it comes to that type of things. So, no, definitely. You know what's really interesting, I'll say, right? You know, when you mentioned earlier, your mom is more like your business partner at this point, then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, isn't it strange that you've got your business partner, but that's your mom at the same time? So, that relationship sometimes, especially when you don't see eye to eye when it comes to certain decisions, right? how how do you, how do that you goes go back home exactly How do you go around that? That's your mom in that
2: sense, you know what I mean, like I think if I remember correctly, every time we had like a dispute at work, sometimes like it would go back home, right, but then at home, for some reason, my mom she would never continue it longer than it should, like she'll remind me what I'd done wrong and what I should have done and all that kind of stuff. But she won't then tell me the next day about it and the day after the day after. But obviously, because I was young, I was making a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So, for example, like, it's like little stupid things. Like Let's say, for example, um, when we cash up at the end of the day, I have to take the money to the bank. Sometimes I'll take £20 out Because I want, <laughs> I want, I want, I want to go buy some nice food do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I won't tell my mum But I'll deposit the money And everything And my mum will see And she's like Why did you do that? So I'm like Because I wanted to get some food Yeah. And and because me and my mum Of course She's my mother at the end of the day But we are so close Like we're like best friends So that's why sometimes sure. I take it a little bit I understand it now I take it a bit too further Than what it yeah, should Yeah definitely yeah But um but yeah, like she's dope. So would you um would you say
1: uh, that was uh money well spent by like with that course? Yeah, I Because <laughs> you always see like a lot of people like, advertising these courses and whatnot and obviously sometimes like I'm guessing majority of the time they're not of benefit.
2: Yeah. Because people don't understand selling information is probably the most best business you can start. The reason I say that is because well, obviously, now it's very saturated, so it's quite hard to do it. So you have to be on job and making sure that you update people regularly with changes, whether it's social media related, so algorithms change every single day. like Everything changes. But obviously, when it comes to information, at the end of the day, it's all about perspective. So when you take in the information, it's yeah. about how you're going to use it. What I've seen the information market kind of grow like fast. But what I have seen is there's at least 90% of people that buy the courses don't actually do none of it. The only reason why they watch is because they're curious to see what they're teaching.
0: So it's a feel good factor, basically. Exactly.
2: It's may, it's for them to say,
0: you know what? I bought this course now. I'm being proactive in that sense. Yes, but really and truly, it's this. It might be just sitting
1: there. Yeah, a, a bit sense. like the gym. Yeah, like you know how yeah. January comes, everybody's got this. Uh, exactly. What's that thing? One um, New Year's resolution. The n- that's the one. New Year's resolution, and then January is very packed, and then by February they all filter out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No more or less. It could be like that. Do you know what I mean? A lot of people. Might just buy a gym pass And then just say You know what Yeah It's just there right do 100% I mean? Or you can If you ask me for example Or oh, do you go to gym I would say Yeah I do But you might not you Yeah yeah, I mean? yeah, but yeah You, same you, same you same just same got, same got your way.
2: pass To show for it Do you I mean every, every single day I have people ask me How to start a business But it what they don't know is YouTube, you can search on YouTube and you'll find the answer. Yeah, YouTube tutorials. Man. Yeah. But what a lot of people want and, and that's what I wanted back then was guidance. Yeah, yeah, So I needed someone to hold me with my hand and take me to where I want to go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But definitely. and when I bought them courses, I I thought it was doing that for me. And I think that's why a lot of people don't actually do the stuff they're taught in these courses is because they expect someone to hold your hand and do it. They yeah, expect yeah. it to just come. I did That's why I bought another course I spent so much money when I was younger Sometimes money that my mom don't even know about (laughs) But um, Yeah yeah, like It it was a thing where I was just buying these courses Trying to gain this knowledge and information and all that But I was not doing anything with it at the time Until I realised This information is just the same as the other course And that is the same as the other course And that's the same as YouTube So what Why is it not working? Like, why am I still in the same position? And then, obviously, action is the best thing you can do. So that's why when you said, um, did I have pre-knowledge when I started? I didn't. It was more so trial and error kind of thing. And I think that is the best way for... Obviously, I'm taught different. A lot of people like to be taught in different ways, whether it's visual, audio, whatever. But for me, I was more of a... Visual person and trying shit Like I'll try Facebook ads I'll try YouTube I'll try Google I'll try everything under the sun
1: So you're saying like Invest in yourself essentially 100% Oh
2: yeah yeah. Like your best investment is you But at the same
0: time I want to touch on for example right Now Let's say at this point You're quite young right Your age mate Your best Your friends or whatever That might be at this point Are getting a regular income in and you are working for yourself now right now you know you never know when the next income might come in you never know when that that client might pay the invoice or you're chasing them up whatnot right so now at this point you've got you know when you're quite young you want to go out to you want to you want to buy stuff or whatever that might be what was it like at that point when you might not had something in your pocket what what motivated you still to go on and work maybe till four o'clock in, in the morning?
2: Uh, when my mum stopped giving me money. So when you got cut off, basically. Yeah. She's like, if you're going to do this, you got to do this on your own. And every penny I earn is the money I spend on myself, which include my phone contract. Let me tell you a story about my phone contract, yeah. My dad came to London for like a weekend and um, I was always using my mum's phone to contact him, right? Because my mum never wanted me to have a phone back then because I was young. I was, what, year nine, I think it was, or year ten. And then, um, no, it was year ten. And then when 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 my dad came, he was like, Sharif, like, you need a phone like so I can call you directly. Yeah. And he was like, why don't you get a contract? I was like, yeah, you're right. And he goes, you get a new phone and this and that. I was like, yeah, so we went to the shopping mall and then we got uh, a contract. I was paying like, I think it was £60 a month or something like that. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I can make £60 in a month, right? Until you don't. Like, £60 at that time, in my financial position, was not something I could do. So I missed my payment. I missed another payment. I missed another payment. I missed another payment. And then before you know I've got a CCJ on my file, Mm -hmm. Right. Because I couldn't make the payments Then I started to realise Okay, like I'm really in this on my own Kind of thing Like my mum's not going to give me And if she's not going to help me Unless of course I'm in trouble, trouble But she needs me to learn these things Because otherwise I'm Going to go back in the same circle At the time I thought a phone contract is nothing Right? But that CCJ Messed me up for a lot of things I couldn't get another phone contract for a little while. I couldn't get, uh, when when I got older, I think I was, I got my license at 18, I wanted to get a car. I couldn't finance a car because that's easy German I Like there was so many things I didn't know and all because my dad was like, pushed me, influenced me to do something which he didn't know I had, didn't have the means to do it kind of thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like I started to realize that so what was the question
1: <laughs> Basically um, It was a learning yeah, lesson for Yeah you. a no. learning lesson Because obviously yeah. When my
2: mum cut off Everything yeah, no, of course me, yeah, I, I was mm. on my own You know So then Yeah It started to affect me socially More so Because I was My friends would go out um, Like on a weekend Or whatever And I couldn't afford to do it But You know Sometimes I'll borrow f- Some money off my friend And I'll be like oh, I'll pay you next week Yeah Kind of thing so yeah, it was it was a circle that obviously with time it builds up, it builds up, it builds up and then you come to a realisation point and be like, yo, like But you did know, I fix not up. but did I not want did you
0: not want to work harder at that point and say, you know what? In order for me to get this done, I need to put more work in it. Let me put yeah. more hours in. Yeah. Let yeah, me yeah. get this done because I can't be asked, do you know what I mean? Ask Having me. nothing in my pocket at yeah. that point. Do you know what I mean? 100% I need to be able to You know I put myself in this position I could have worked for someone mm. But I didn't Yeah. So How am I going to get this yep. Do you know what I mean So At this point No I definitely I can tell that At that time You probably worked too I remember You used to work till 4 in the morning Trying to get stuff done Do you know what I mean Literally. Whatever you was trying to do I remember till 4 in the morning You're doing some stuff Whatever And the next day you would be like, I'm not going to go out, I can't go out, whatever that might. You'd ghost for two weeks or something. But these are the sacrifices that you've got to make in order to get there,
2: right? Yeah, like you said, it's high risk, high reward. And a lot of people don't realise that when you go into this world, it's more sacrifice at the start than it is reward. And some people don't have the patience for that. And when you don't, it affects you mentally, which is the most daunting part of this. Because I've seen a lot of people go into this space and not be mentally stable. And that can take a toll on you because the first obstacle you hit, you're already giving up. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you're already thinking a lot of things about yourself that I'm not good enough or I'm never going to get to that stage or I'm never going to make X amount of money or I'm never going to achieve this. So it it plays a part. And then once once you verbally and mentally start thinking that, it becomes a pattern and then to get out of that pattern is tough because i've been there like it's it's basically you're, you're basically depressed because you you're trying to keep going keep going keep going but there is no light at yeah. the end of the tunnel mm. so you, you're gonna feel demotivated when you wake up a lot of people say do what you love, so when you wake up, you're gonna be all happy. Yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah, that. Yeah, do you get what like I mean? That. It's not at all. Obviously, yeah, I love what I do, but it's not a thing where every single day like I'm I'm smiling and happy about what I have to do. Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> it's not it's I, I could tell it's probably not even like that. Some days you yeah, just yeah, wake yeah. up, uh, you just get woken up, you wake yourself up at maybe let's say what, six in the morning, you say, what well, you know what, I can't afford to sleep. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know where my breakfast is going to come from today. Exactly. Let me get this done, right? Yeah. Or let me close this client because this client might be able to, you know, pay... A, I've got bills to pay, right? And this client might be able to get me there. Do you 100%. know what I mean? But at the same time, it's about uh, being consistent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Having that drive for it and at the same time, it's giving yourself that self-confirmation
2: that, you know what, well, I can do these things yeah. at the same time, right? But at the same time, not not giving up, I think, is the most important part. I could have given up a hundred thousand times, but even till this day, I'll I'll never give up. That's the thing. Yours I remember con- when, when yeah. we started something. Yeah, I, I wouldn't give up until there is no hope left. Kind of, yeah, I know you, do you get yeah, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. But sometimes I'll I'll stick to it to it. Like I'll tell you a story, Nico. For example, yeah, yeah? Uh, I have a clothing brand. of and then when we had a meeting in Birmingham with the whole team. Wait,
1: sorry, who is Nico? Nico is for my the years?
2: creative director um, for my agency at the moment. He's also a very, very close friend of mine. And yeah, like we're brothers, brothers for life. But he is also my um, right hand. He keeps me accountable. So sometimes, of course, we're humans, we make mistakes. He's the type of person that be like, yo, Sharif, like can't do that or you can't say that or xyz but when he first started he was a graphic designer freelance graphic designer and I needed some CAD designs done for my clothes so I took him to Birmingham with me um, and then he'd done some work for us and then it got to a point where I started to value his work and I wanted him to teach me how to do it right so we spent a day in Pret and Harrow and he was showing me how to do graphic design and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to lie, I thought that was a headache. I was like, graphic design? You, you must be mentally like strong to be able to go through that. And then I was like, I can't do this. Like I'm good at what I do, but I, I don't think I have the time or the mental energy to actually do graphic design and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, why don't you come work with me, right? Mm. No one knows this, but... He came and worked for me at my mum's office for literally, I'll say a whole year, he took £300 a month as a salary for me. So what he'll do is he'll work with me nine to five, and then after that, he'll do a night shift in Primark, right? But at the time, we both had this vision, like we both wanted to Mm -hmm. do this thing together. And then um, when when we actually started, it was a thing where, okay, you're gonna handle this side of the business, I'm gonna handle this side of the business, so then we got the business covered. Now let's elevate and get these clients and mm. all that kind of stuff, build some momentum. So obviously for me, people is probably the most important part of business. Like you need to have people skills. You need to know how to speak to people, especially when you're in different yeah. conversations. Like, if you're talking to someone bit like my age, you'd speak to differently than someone older than you.
1: So, like, like you're talking about, like, networking. And yeah.
2: Uh, but one thing I was bad at was clothes. Okay. So, Sam knows. I don't wear suits, right? Mm-hmm. So, when we have meetings, for example, and I turn up like this. Like, I have a meeting on Monday with my dad, for example, in Canary Wharf. Like, it's a big fund meeting. And I'll probably roll like this. And obviously, a lot of people they care about first impressions right but for me I don't care about your visual I care about what's in here so I try to showcase that in those conversations most of the time like I'm okay like I can hold myself and they're impressed by what I'm saying and what I know and all that kind of stuff but for me it's more of a thing where this is who I am like Accept me For who I am yeah, Or yeah, you yeah. don't That's up to you yeah. Do you know what I mean mm-hmm. So with Nico He He literally He He literally Wowed me at the start Just because of His Heart Like He Was not Obviously money is always Money, money Everyone wants to Yeah, win. no, no, Do no Of course, course always going to be money But, move, but yeah, he, he like believed like in the vision yeah, yeah, And for me That mattered more than Any amount of money And I know once we make money I'm going to look after him Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah So Yeah, like It, it was tough But To make sure that We all stand on The same floor we got to make sure That we work together And make sure that We're all mentally there Because One thing That I've learned from Working in like or seeing like corporate structures is you're just a number there most of the time and it's not fair on the people that are given and waking up early morning to go into work and you know give their heart and soul to the job when they're treated as just a number yeah Yeah. Yeah. so that was the other biggest reason why I went into this because I don't want people to feel like it's a chore to come into work yeah do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I don't want people to feel like they are restricted. That's what I hate. And that's why even when I came to the warehouse, yeah. when the guy told me to put a thing, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Because I don't like doing that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, oh, so, yeah it's, it's just one of those things. Like restri- Restricting people, I think, is a problem because it doesn't allow them to be the best version of themselves.
1: No, but at the same time, though, like, um, not everybody's able and capable of... Being an entrepreneur Oh 100% like, Because obviously we, I don't know if you like remember Like w- when we was young And whatnot. Like you'd always hear Like you know Young ignorant They'd always say I don't want to work for nobody I want to work for myself And all of these things But Like obviously Like you said before Nobody really knows What it takes And it's not for everybody It's not for
2: everyone No That's So not. No. I've taken a lot of mental tolls I've, I've Been deep under But You know At the end of the day If If you Don't give up and stay consistent and stay persistent. You'll get out of there.
1: Well, like one other question I had: Like at any point, did you have any sort of mentorship, or was it a thing where you're you're seeking this information and learning everything by yourself? Like, did anybody ever mentor you?
2: Oh no, no, no. Um Mentor? No. You know what I think mentoring is? mentor. I think mentoring is important because that's something I was looking for to hold my hand. Do you know what I mean? Even though that person doesn't really hold your hand, he, he keeps you on that page and doesn't let you go off it, if that makes sense. So, yeah, men- mentors I think I didn't have, but subconsciously, subconsciously I did, which is my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seeing her every single day doing what she's doing... I didn't think of it that deep at the time but obviously as i got older i started to implement things that she was doing like i think now which is weird this is the first time i realized this the way i work now is exactly how she used to work then mm. like now i work late like i work yeah. at four in the morning sometimes and obviously some of the traits that she's done like she she always puts family first me too i'm a very big family person My grandma, she lives in London, and I have to make sure that every weekend I'm with her, I spend time with her, I do shopping for her, whatever it is. So, yeah, subconsciously, my mum was my mentor. I would say the other mentor would be socially. Social media, if you use it right, it can be a very good place. So people like Ty Lopez, for example, at the time He was a huge mentor to me Because he's the one that kind of got me off my feet And mm. let me start this journey um, Another dude called Stephen Bartlett He's quite cool um, And I've known him for a very long time um,
0: I think he's on Dragons Den now, isn't he? Yeah he's on yeah. Dragons Den now? Yeah One of the... Yeah, pretty young as well at the same time You know, yeah. being there... Yeah, I remember I think we went up one time, was that aye.
2: It was to Digital it, Marketing World. That's in the one
0: and then everyone was kinda of flooding in to go and see it, and it. it. Although you had these different spaces, whether it's was Google, or whatever, you know, different types of companies that were there, but a lot of people were going and for him especially and what he had to say because he had a he had a lot of takes on so many things that was going on the in things mm. at that point. Yeah. And I think it was quite important, especially at that time when, when we spoke to him about various different things that was Another thing I was going to say is, do you feel like when you, you know, I'm not saying that you're old now, obviously, you know what I'm <laughs> saying, but in your early 20s, compared to what you're now, right, do you think a lot of those, um, I wouldn't say necessarily L's, but would you say a lot of those things that were the adventures you had beforehand, right, and the past mistakes, because I remember we was doing something beforehand and all these things, and I did feel like, you know, if we had that, we was quite young, naive and all these other things, right? But I think like, I feel like when you're starting up, one of the key things is when you have people that you're starting up a business with, you have to make sure that what are the reasons you bring this pe- person yeah. in and not just for the sake of, I like this guy. Do you know what I mean? You have to look at the strengths and weaknesses that individual has, cool. what are they really bringing on to this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Are they, are they willing to graft? Are they looking... What's the input Going to be like At that point Do you know what I mean Are they going to Are they able to Take you out of Particular places When you're low mm. Do you know what I mean And those are the key things I think When you when you go into business With 100%. someone And I feel like When we Not younger, even not even just yeah. going
2: into business With someone Even having as your team No no
0: definitely I agree with that Yeah So everyone imp, Everyone inputs Well everyone Whatever they Put in right Is, is very valuable yeah. Right And I feel like When you're really young You feel like and and I feel like when you said earlier about mentorship, I feel like mentorship is really key. I feel like I at that so. point, if in, a, in the early 20s, if you had that type of mentor that we went to on a weekly basis, said, you know what, we've got this going on at this point. Mm. Can you look over it? Do you think this strategy will work or this? Not? I feel like if we went along with that, that we would have gone through so many things a lot smoother. Yeah. Then rather than just... Hanging face face Okay that might not work Why is that Because we didn't give a contract To that person To do that type yeah, of yeah. work Or we didn't set A particular budget Do you know what I mean Rather than Okay we have to top up Another 100 there We have to grab uh, Can we raise another 500 pound there On a You know You know how it was like right So it's all about Making sure that Everyone's on board You already have a set Budget going Hopefully you you're like you know what this is an emergency fund in case we need this. Are we able? Will everyone have a meeting? Let's say at two in the morning. If you know, if it's an emergency meeting at that point, let's just say, and having those things, a lot of people need to be prepared for that because when you're on a nine to five, right, you can literally clock out at five, and you don't need to be worrying about all Not those good. other emails that are coming in, right? That inbox can wait till the next day. <laughs> but when you're working for yourself, it's totally different yeah. because that inbox. Or whatever you got going at that time, right? You got to keep going at it mm. because every little thing that you do will be so valuable for later on, I'm and saying. every little thing that you learn will be key for you in order for you to be successful at that yeah. point. Do you know what I mean? And that those are some of the key takeaways that I felt like are like when you're when you're starting something up. Like it's it's it might be funny, but when you know I was, I was starting business. Let's say I think it was yeah international business. Although you've gone through so many years of, you know, studying business, et cetera, you never get through to the basic things of, you know, how to apply maybe for a a loan, let's just say, (laughs) or all these basic things. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, what do I need when I go to the bank? Or how do I set this particular team up? Or what kind of challenges will I encounter doing these things? And I feel like if you have a mix of when it comes to um, people that, from you know You can't have everyone That's maybe 20 Because mm. no one has ever Gone through something If you have a mix maybe Of someone who's 35 Someone who's 20 And you've got a mix Going on right
2: I think It becomes a, It goes a lot smoother I'd say Yeah Do you know what I mean? Definitely Like Like when you was talking About mentorship for example I think It caters to people differently Yeah mm-hmm. Like It has Good and bad mm. Um, traits to it like let's say for example it's good because I, let's say if I had a mentor by then I wouldn't have made half of the mistakes I did do you know what I'm saying but if I didn't I wouldn't have the mental grit I have now yeah, I agree do you know what I mean because yeah. I would basically be babysitted through Throughout the whole process of yeah. things, and things so so would be a lot easier yeah. yeah so when the obstacle hits me I'm like oh how do I do this it's like it's a whole new world do you know what I mean so sometimes I think like um having the right people can be your mentors, like having the right around you. I'm saying like, Mm. even when it comes to your friends, like there's so much I learned from one of my best friends, Amana, who's getting married tomorrow. Um, He's him. For example, he knew who he was. Yeah. That's what I respected most. Like every time I look at what I do, I always go back to when we started and I always go back to him. The reason why it was because I think for me I struggled with self-awareness Knowing who I was mm-hmm. For years And I had to Dip into things To kind of figure out What I like What I don't like But Amana knew that From the get-go mm. He knew that When Let's say for example In sixth form He knew that Higher education He wasn't really Into it as much yeah. Do you get know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So for him it was like Okay let me go find someone where I can build my career, where I can start off somewhere and build from there. Because he's more of a hands-on type person. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So for me, I respected that a lot. And another person, Nick, for example. Mm. The reason why I respect Nick so much is because from a young age, he was the most independent guy out of all of us. He done everything on his own. He got his own car and his own. I remember my car. My mom chipped in a bit of money. Yeah, do you yeah. get what I mean? He never had that. And for me, it's those small things that teach me a lot of lessons and perspective to kind of build my mental grit. So, like I said, mentors like and commie, for example, Komi is the same as Amana. Like he, he, uh, I'd say Komi was more so an explorer. Like he liked to try things. Because he was like me Like we were very curious We liked the design of that stuff But then We also know That we can't spend That much money on it At the time So For me I was very close with Komi Because At, we at the were, time yeah Yeah yeah, yeah. No, Even now Even till now like <laughs> we I see you top man it says,
1: <laughs> 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 no, you're, pretty, you're, you're pretty close Yeah right, yeah, yeah Top yeah. says broke on it For those obviously That are not going to be Watching so on YouTube Bro yeah. broke Part of your your label, yeah. Your so broke is line. a
2: is a line of my clothing brand. Um, started in 2018. Um, the reason why we done it, we thought let's be a bit more contradicting, if that makes sense. Um, so what we'll do is, we'll wear this, and we'll go to all the places where it's like money, so like Harrods, mm. and Bulgari Hotel, and and we'll stay at these places. But the reason why is because. We'd wear like Gucci shoes or Balenciaga shoes and Gucci t-shirt. No, sorry. uh, A merry jeans and let's say a nice watch or whatever, but we'll have a broke jumper on. Every single day, like when we walk in those kind of environments, people will stop us and be like, ha funny. Or or be like, oh, you're broke, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because the reason why we're done it is we wanted to spark a conversation. Yeah. And it gets people to conversate with you. So we thought it was a good networking tool to kind of have, especially in those kind of places when we want to be and speak with these kind of people. It was... But your brand is a
0: bit different. It's not, you know, the generic where people just... You know, nowadays you see a lot of clothing. Lines just pop up everywhere where everyone just gets a... uh, I don't know, they just get a jumper and just put a line on it and then everyone just tries to promote it. Whereas you, it's more to do with a particular material that you picked out. It's custom. You know, um, you've got a particular target market that you go for i'd say yeah yep. and you know to be fair i see quite a lot of people that buy it with that like the
2: particular i say trend that they follow maybe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i am very um relatable to these people mm-hmm. like my customers and me like we're probably the same in terms of fashion-wise, the way we think, the way we yeah. dress, and all that kind of stuff, and I think that's why it's an advantage because you understand your market, you understand the people that you are selling to—not even just selling to that—you are creating a community with. So for us, we didn't even have a menswear brand. We had a—we started with a women's wear, which was called Slinger, and Slinger was huge. Like, we—we we were basically like a small version of Zara. And we had so many, like, influencers and celebs and all that kind of stuff wearing our clothes. And we was like, do you know what? Like, I want to... Me and my partner at the time was like, let's just make some clothes yeah. for ourselves kind of thing to wear. So then we made a few bits and bobs, and then people start inquiring about it. And then we was like, hmm, maybe we can start something. So then we started the menswear. And obviously, as time goes by, businesses change all the time, like... You bring on partners, you bring on, like, the model changes and all that kind of stuff. So sometimes it, does, of, it doesn't, does of course, last because you need to make sure that you have the right team, the right people. But, yeah, like, Slinger went downhill. Um, so now it's just Fader and it's just me now. Funny that you mentioned
0: that, right? I don't know what what kind of strategy, what kind of tactic you used or whatever, you can, you know, you can go into it more. But I literally saw your brands. On, on the pies, Insta story The other day okay. Right And I thought you know what That's actually really good The way you went about it So You know I've never really Asked you how you went about it But you, Do you want to Share about how you done it
1: And uh, wait Let me just add Yeah Was it that top that You was wearing Like last yeah, episode Yeah yeah It's, it's, episode it's literally the top
0: now? itself um, You know Part of um, What was the collection called again
2: Ransom The
0: Ransom collection right And literally on the story itself, and then I think you repost it onto your uh, story. So how do you go around that? You know, do you strategically pick, right, how you send things or who this goes to
2: in order to get that kind of engagement going on? Mm, Yeah, it it goes both ways. One, we we have like a whole criteria list, but two, the main thing is, of course, they have to be able to wear it the way we all wear it if that makes sense so um having that aesthetic that's close to us making sure that they they are you know into the same things we are if that makes sense and the second part of course like yeah influence matters especially on social media like making sure that you have people that can spread your word spread your story spread your clothes and products that's super important as well so then once you have that like criteria. You just have to knock on people's doors and go hunt. But go hunt. <laughs> yeah, literally. <But laughs> you have to literally go hunt. But he
0: strategically pick, right?
2: Because the way that went
0: that came about it was literally, of course, this this went this talk when uh, went out to his friend. Yeah. Like, one of his close friends, I'm yeah. assuming, right? And he's got what, a couple million followers. Yeah. Like Depay himself, Memphis Depay. Yeah. Right. So did you strategically pick that he's going to be with him at that point? Oh, no, no, no. Or was no. that just a coincidence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that just a coincidence.
2: Above? Yeah, yeah, Obviously, you, you, you want to... Let's say, for example, if you can't get a, hencho, a head honcho, you want to get the next people. Yeah, on the head. one. Do you one get about, yeah. The entourage. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and that's yeah. how you do it. But for us, the way we've done it is we want to build relationships with these people. Yeah. Like, these people are... are I speak no, to person. personally. Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? So... That's what builds the relationship. So then that in that in that sense, they will do anything for you. Obviously yeah. n- not anything, but what I'm trying to say is it's it's a it's value more of a gratitude
0: in that sense of, you know, you've they've received something that they actually quite like. Yeah. They you know, not all the time when someone receives maybe a, a, as they call it a care package or whatever that mm. might that doesn't necessarily mean that they're actually gonna rock these type yeah, of clothing. 100%. So oh, for you have them, to take a risk. For them, to be able to wear it That means they actually Like the, the yeah. clothes That they've been That they've received At that point Yeah Which I mean, then goes
2: A long way too Yeah uh, th- That is Probably the most important Because if you give Someone like that Clothes that That's not nice Or yeah. One wash it, it Goes it Or goes. You lose it's colour Or whatever They're not going to come back They don't want to wear it again Or they might not even Post it again Do you know what I mean So it all starts from Obviously your product or service That you're trying yeah. to sell once you have that intact and you mm-hmm. think it's good enough to then give to these people, then you do it, you know? And for me, I spend a lot of time on my clothes. Like, I spend a lot of time mainly on fabrics, making sure they wash properly, making sure they don't lose colour. Like, this one I've had probably for about five years now. And I think, I think I the
0: fabric was really good because um, some of us, anyways, were able to get a few items that we we, we bought. And love, love. And uh, to be fair, you know what? The material is actually really good, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did give us the guarantee. Don't get me wrong, say, you know what, yeah, the material is gonna be good, don't watch that. But it was actually quite good. That's yeah, yeah. the thing. And and like you said, if you if you if you nail it when it comes to the material side of things, then you know everything then goes, you know, when the next line comes out, then people will be looking out for that. So, you know what? The last piece of clothing that I received was really good. I'm looking forward to the next yeah. items that come out. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And at the same time, you're working off the back of the momentum that went on the
2: last time round. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But obviously it's hard because you have to constantly innovate. Yeah. And you have to constantly make sure you're on trend. You have to constantly make sure that people are going to buy this also. And I think with with all of that, it all mainly comes from your product. Like no. how good your product actually is. Um. So yeah, like it's, it is important. But making sure that you are the best at your craft is the only goal you should set for yourself because once you do that, you will continuously innovate, you'll continuously try to do better than your last. And then hopefully with time, then you'll get mm. to where you want to be kind of thing. So wait, yeah. um,
1: like what three things would you say are the most important, like um, things like... If someone was out Like I don't know A listener or a viewer Wanted to start a business mm-hmm. or, or go into Go into being You know like an entrepreneur yeah. What three things Would you Tell them to Kind of like Focus on Or Make sure that they do
2: um, Of course The most obvious Is having a very good Product and service That's the most important And then Second to that Is attention You need attention Nowadays, if you have a shop or if you have a business and you're not where the attention is, which currently is social media, you are a ghost. Mm. You won't make a penny. You won't get to where you want to go.
1: What do you mean? By, so you mean like as in create a buzz for yourself?
2: or for Not necessarily a buzz, just knowing how to market yourself okay. or market your company or business or whatever. Okay. Um. So if if you don't do that, then it doesn't give a reason. So let's say, for example, what I like to say is put yourself in the consumer shoes, right? Even, even when, let's say, if it comes, when it comes to influencers, let's say we want to send some stuff out to some influencers, I don't want to treat them as just a number. So what we do sometimes, we take them out for dinner or we'll go meet up with them. Or let's say recently there's a girl that has been um, rocking our stuff and she's been dope, Like she's created some creative content. Um, she likes Starbucks. So what we've done we gave her a month free Starbucks card. So she does not have to pay for Starbucks. Mm. Like stuff like that cuz it shows you are interested in them. Yeah, yeah. You, You're not just there for a transaction. You're catering. It's, it's a yeah, value yeah, yeah, yeah. based relationship. Do I think I, mean?
0: I think you done something along the lines for your clients at one time when you are accounting service and you gave them like a welcome pack. Yeah, but not the welcome pack. You gave them a a gift card. I oh, think yeah, at one time yeah. It was every Christmas Yeah something like that Like uh, a Christmas And to be fair Not everyone gives their clients something yeah, yeah Do you know what I mean But at the same time It's like a thank you kind of thing For being with us So it's just you know For them to It's, it's something for them to remember you yeah. Especially you know what Oh this person really does think of me At this time Or whatever that might be And I think that was Quite special in that sense Oh yeah. they're looking for Oh you know What's it going to be like next Christmas? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm looking out for something, maybe, you know, a box of chocolate, whatever that might be. But it's just, you know, making sure that you're attentive to your clients at that time. I think it got it interlinks with the fact that you said, you know, you gave this person a month free um, Starbucks,
1: for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hundreds. Know, definitely.
2: Hundreds. Like, like, at the end of the day, like, you have to, you know, go out of, your way for these people because once you do that they'll do the same back for you whether that's your customers people you're trying to work with whatever it is like you have to kind of go out your way maybe even first sometimes and then they you you have to take a bet whether they reciprocate that or not do you know i mean but that's where self-awareness comes into place because i struggle with that a lot because when people used to reject me i used to resent them for it and then it's not personal no no no, not a personal (laughs) thing i'll be like i don't like it anymore. do you know what i mean and that attitude is a bad thing to have because business is not about that business is about you know making sure that you don't have that emotional side come out of you which then changes the way you think make decisions and all that kind of stuff so what i tend to do is i tend to kind of at the time, yes, I was bad with it because I was like, "Oh, I don't want to speak to you anymore" or whatever. But now it's like, if you don't speak to me, or whatever, that's cool. Like it's yeah. up to you. Do you go yeah, what I mean? definitely. No, I agree. And and now I'm in a position where I'm starting to think when I get to where I want to be, and you start. Coming to me, <laughs> it's gonna be a different story. No, 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 Do you yeah, definitely, what I mean? definitely. Yeah. So and we've had that with influencers quite a lot. Yeah. But obviously now it's a different story. Like we, we don't wanna stay too heavy and influence the influencer game because at the end of the day our community speaks for itself. Um I literally love the community that we've built because Some of them message me personally just to say, like, oh, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And I take my time out of my day to speak back to them. Sometimes people just ask me, like, oh, like, I like the broke jumper. Can I get it? I'll be like, yeah, cool. Let's say if I send him a cheeky discount code, he'll then ask me another question. Be like, oh, what do you think about starting this or starting that? And then literally one time I spent, like, three hours speaking to this dude, talking about starting, like, a car rental business but yeah back to what you were saying it was the three things so it was one great products and service two attention is very important however you need to find a way to stand up regardless like whether it's your your attitudes some people get their audience based of their own personality. Yeah. Definitely. Do you get know what I mean? I agree, yeah. Some people, mm-hmm. they don't even have to showcase the personality. Their work speaks for themselves, which is called social proofing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's loads of different ways, but attention is super important. And then three is customer experience, making sure that your customer has the best experience than any of your competitors. So, with yeah. that comes a lot of work. Going the extra mile, basically. No, yeah.
0: no, no, definitely. So it's going further than their expectations are for you at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, no, no, I agree. I think there's a free, when it comes to
2: business, especially, there's a free really good take.
1: What, um, what about patience? What about a patience one?
2: Patience is also important. Um, Obviously, yes. I don't. I, I know you know mentioned to, it earlier. But, yeah, uh, I wouldn't know how to categorize them in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But patience is definitely super important because there's gonna be times where, you know, let's say, a client doesn't pay on time, or, or let's say you just started and you don't haven't made a sale, whether it's a service or product, and then you reach three months and you're like, oh, like is this is this yeah. for me kind of <laughs> thing? Do you get know what I mean? And then six months goes on, and so like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can carry on. So patience is super important because in that seven months, you might have someone that can come and change your whole perspective on it. Do you know what I mean? And then for me, momentum is key. So I don't care how small the gain is, mm. right? Mm. Once it's a gain, you have to learn, to, uh, well, figure out how you're going to use that as momentum. Yeah. For me, I was quite materialistic back then. So what I would do if I had a client, I'll treat myself. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll buy a new pair of creps or I'll buy buy like a tracksuit or whatever. And it keeps going. Like now, for example, obviously I don't really buy much stuff anymore, but I'll go get a facial. I love like <laughs> I love yeah, like sure. personal care, innit? Yeah, 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 definitely. So um for me like that that was my thing. So let's say for example I've worked so hard on a Monday. If I feel like in the evening, I'll go to, like, four seasons and get a nice facial. Yeah, yeah, Because I I feel like I've worked so hard today, I should treat myself. And I think that's super important because, you know, it doesn't have to be huge. Like, the way I used to treat myself before was by food. I I used to... (laughs) No, joke. I'm not not even joking. (laughs) What do you mean, Like, let's say, for example, I close a client, yeah? Yeah. What's a place we used to always go? Like... Tinseltown, yeah? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember me coming, even Sam came with us sometimes. We used to go there, because I used to initiate, I'd be like to the boys, yo, we need to go to Town tonight. It'll be like, what, 11? Yeah, probably late o'clock, on night. a.m. Yeah. And the reason why I do that is because I wanted to treat myself to a nice meal that I wanted or that I was craving because I've worked so hard and I've, or I've achieved something like that. So then those small wins, it slowly builds up. Of course, you need to understand, don't think you need to spend a lot of money to treat yourself. It doesn't have to be like that. Um, So it's building, with patience, you need to find a way to build momentum. And with that momentum, it's just a thing where you have to keep going. However, when you do reach obstacles, I will say it is tough, but you need to try and find a way to spend five minutes on it change and see what you're going to do next because mm. a lot of people what I see a lot of people do is they dwell on things a bit too long like if I lose a client today for example a lot of people are like, oh, why did I lose that client or this or that or this and that for me it's like you know what like it happens do you know what I mean like what's next and I'm like okay let me go find another client yeah. that I can kind of work with and partner up with do you know what I mean yeah, yeah.
0: No, I think those are Those are great takeaways And you know We really appreciate You know you coming down And giving some tips Anytime What any it's time. like To be a young Somali Starting up a business Especially it, It's not It's not It's not common For someone to start up With what you know With the mother let's say Or the father In oh that yeah, sense 100%. Do you know what I mean So Going through the whole process Of what the relationship Is going to be like Going from that You know Having the option of Giving yourself the option of, you know what, I don't want to work for someone and this uh, is a pathway that I want to go for. But at the same time, you know, there are always going to be obstacles and living with those things. But with those things come growth at the same time. So learning all these things, like you said, there's a lot of obstacles. From those Mm -hmm. obstacles, I've learned X and Y and whatever else there might be that comes from it. And -hmm. I think a lot of people that want to start out, for example, will have a lot of things that they can take away from that and you know I think like you said having the be, being mentally prepared for those things and saying you know what if I were to quit today let's say right or tomorrow let it be so and I want to start on my own venture up whether that might be am I prepared for those things for for going the extra mile working full in the morning you know having maybe a couple of hours of sleep making sure that I might not be able to socialise With my friends let's say yeah. And I'll be detached From a lot of things So I think a lot of people Need to take a lot of those things away Because it's it's, it's pretty tough Going out there So you know Like I said I really appreciate you coming down Yeah man, thank, you thank, thank, thank you Thank so you for coming on for that man Appreciate, Do appreciate that, man. it Do appreciate it You know and, and by the way you know um, When it comes to Shree you know, where any service that he provides that is. Uh but at the same time, yeah, have definitely have a look at um clothing bland uh brand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I said bland but yeah, clothing brand. Uh and definitely it'll be on the there with in the any description. socials in the description. Yes, socials. And definitely check out if it's one of those things that you know I think a lot of people tend to go for the generic things out there that's out there but if you look for something really like that's a bit niche that's a bit like you, you want to stand out a bit more and something that's very good quality and trust me a lot of us can say that that I've worn his items definitely go for it have a look and yeah. see and at the same time supporting a Young Somali, you know, with, with, with his venture. So definitely go for that. And like appreciate I said, yeah, it. really appreciate it Come down, man.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that.
1: One other thing I wanted to add. So like, uh, I just wanted to thank everybody who's uh, been watching, listening, definitely. supporting. And we thank you so much. And we do really appreciate that. So no, it's
0: definitely, like Lee said, we really, really appreciate it. Because so far, this, this, this episode, you know, we've been running, we're getting some great feedback. A lot of people being... You know, vibing with the even whether it was a previous episode, a lot of being, people have been taken away, a lot of those things, and bear, and the thing is, we've got a lot more things to cover, right? And as where Sharif mentioned earlier, we're we're still learning as, as we're going, right? Yeah. At the same time, is for us, it's all about the content at the 100%. end of the day, right? But we feel like we've got great positive feedback about a lot of people that have been able to resonate with a lot of things that have been said so really appreciate a lot of the comments that become. don't worry we watch a lot of
2: things <laughs> and we
1: really appreciate it. so, yeah, so definitely stay tuned yeah, for stay a lot tuned of that's still to come yeah so like
2: share subscribe right, make all sure of that everywhere everywhere all everywhere. of that all of
1: that all of that